my name is Amy. And I'm Stephanie, and welcome to That, that Good Cheese where we talk about celeb cheese our cheese and all the cheese in between. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of That Good Cheese Coming in a little bit later, but at least you guys now have something to hear this weekend. <laughs> yes, while we're all home from the snow. Yes, exactly. We got that Nor'easter coming in on Saturday. Uh, but this week we're going to be talking about um, the passing of Regina King's son, Kim Kanye, Julia Fox, and that whole mess that is happening right now. <laughs> Adele um, canceling her concert and also the fight for Bad Bunny tickets. But before we get started, Steph, tell us about your week. So we're late because of me. Um, (laughs) Yes, honestly, both of us. These girls, we're still working girls. You know, we have nine to fives and those obviously come first. But yeah, we both had weeks Uh, and very stressful week. So um, I got like a last minute project thrown at me that I had to kind of work on. There were tears. There was blood, sweat and tears, all the things. But it's done. And now I just have to catch up on some other work. But I'm feeling a lot better. Um, But yeah, what have I been up to? Not much because I've been home, and of course we all still home because of COVID, mm-hmm. as well as work. But over the weekend, I did go to Trader Joe's, my happy place. Did some grocery shopping. I have to um, do that for this north. Yeah, right for the storm. Um, yeah. What else? We took Chief to the dog park, just our usual kind of like weekend errands, and then Sunday we had our finally we had our girl secret Santa that yeah. we've been. Like literally, we were we usually do it like mid December because we try to do it before the holidays. But because right. of course COVID and Christmas this year did not come, we had to postpone. But we finally did it, and we did like we did it at our Fantalia's place. We did hot toddies. We got pizza. We chatted for like hours, mostly about TV shows because, like we said, that's all we be do- we do these days. Yeah, but it was like actually really nice. Like I was really happy that we yes, but that it was in a setting where it was calm. Like usually when we meet up, we go to the restaurant or something. Yeah, but it was nice that this time around it was just like in a chill place. It was at Talia's like building. Her building has a lounge, so we were yep. just like, we're chilling and kind of catching up because even though we talk every day and yeah, it's different like, so yeah had, yeah but like to sit down and talk like I felt like I needed that and see each other because we haven't seen each other give each other hugs and stuff yeah and just talk about life and like you know we, we went into our conversations and stuff but it was just nice to like see all of you guys no it was great I really needed that because like we, you and I were talking like we all we see is our significant others and you know because we that's all we really can do and see right now so it's nice to like see each other and like obviously we've been doing this for what like 10 years now like our secret Santas we yeah. always do it so it was nice to like do it again see each other um it was nice I felt so much better and then of course Monday Tuesday came like a fucking wrecking ball Yes, but aside from that, I honestly haven't seen a ton of TV because I've been working so much. I have been listening to podcasts, so I'm going to talk about two. And then I did finish Emily in Paris, which I want to talk to a a lot about, which you and I kind of talked about when we saw each other, but we'll talk about it here. But the podcasts that I listened to were, one of them was called Sweet Bobby, which I recommended to a friend and then she posted it and then I reposted it. Yeah. But I actually really want you to listen to it because the, like the main character is um, South Asian, I believe she's Indian, 
and like this whole story is based around her and her family and there's like a cultural element to it that I find really interesting and then like I would definitely love to hear your like thoughts on it but the podcast is about her she's like in her 30s she lives in London she's very like you know kind of like us when we were I mean us when we were we are in our 30s (laughs) but you know COVID makes me feel like I'm 60 over here um but you know she's living her best life and then one day she comes across like a message on Facebook and it's like a friend of a friend she looks at the their friend group and it looks like someone that she knows you know someone like they're like related to her cousin so she doesn't think it's anything unusual so she adds him they start talking and you quickly learn and this isn't a spoiler but you quickly learn um, that she's actually being catfished. Like this person does not exist. Oh no! And it it ends up being like a ten year, almost th- almost twelve year, like long, like event. Like it is just like I know your face. Like it is the most crazy, insane story of catfishing I've ever heard. And when you find out the person who did it, literally, I... my friend Almond, when we were texting about it, she's like, literally, her quote was like, "Bitches need to get beat," and that's <laughs> it is uh, true. <laughs> because the person that did this to her it, I, and again i'm trying not to spoil and that's another reason i want you to listen to it because maybe next yeah. week we can discuss it because oh, i have so many thoughts but it's just really messed up what this person goes through and like the the lengths and bounds this person goes to catfish this poor woman is just horrific and again they spend 10 years of her life doing this to her and it's just like a clusterfuck um but then the cultural element of it comes in which like i said i would love to discuss but it's it's a really good podcast it's super short too it's only five episodes and they're they range from like 30 to 40 minutes so it's like i listened to like in a day it was um like a quick listen but it's so good um there's also articles i read about it because like there's the guardian did an article about it because it's just crazy like it's a really crazy story so it's like 10 out of 10 recommend and then the other one i listened to was um call your daddy podcast which i don't normally listen to but it's kind of one of those podcasts where they have like celebrities on it and they had jamie lee spears on it this week Uh, exactly this girl i don't it's like i feel bad for her because obviously you can tell she's been through a lot and you know her life hasn't of course been easy but it's also hard to side with her knowing that like she didn't have her sister's back like through all the stuff that was going on you know right and then now she's like writing a book about her experiences kind of like using her sister's platform once again right well she wrote a book i think it's already been yes. um uh but yeah like i have no interest in, in reading it but i've like read reviews about people who've read it um, yeah and she does mention britney a lot and like it's like mm-hmm. this is about you exactly and obviously you know britney does play a plays like a big role yeah she's like her big yeah. sister yeah but it was just like it just felt like she was using like her fame and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, but she talks a lot about like growing up with, like, you know, with a famous sister as well as like her career eventually like, you know, landing that show on was it Nickelodeon, right? Yes, Zoe 101. Yes. And then eventually, you know, getting pregnant and then she discusses like that whole ish thing and like it's kind of sad too because like she kind of hints that they kind of wanted her to get an abortion and obviously she didn't feel comfortable doing that and now she's like a 13 year old so like I'm sure talking about that now knowing you have like a full-on adult child probably is really hard for her to talk but 
it's interesting because I'm sure the same people that wanted her to get a, the abortion are the same people that was probably controlling the whole Britney narrative, you know, because that's what the girl was hinting at when she was interviewing her, just being oh. like, who are these people? Like, and she's like, oh, you know, like our PR team, like my mom, like, so again, it's all like the family, you know, I think right. these are the people again that were controlling everything. Which is sad. Yeah. Um, there was something. So she did Zoe 101, which I loved Zoe 101. Yeah, I know a lot of people did, yeah. Um, but the, apparently there's, like, something that Zoe did to one of the, not Zoe, Ete, Jamie, Lynn, yeah. <clears throat> did to one of the actors there, Erin um, Sanders. She played, mm-hmm. I forgot which one she played in the in, in, um, in Zoe 101. But apparently there was, like, some, like, Jamie was trying to say sorry to her and she didn't like accept her apology. It was more like, I don't want to talk about it and leave me alone kind of situation. Yeah. Like it's whatever. I uh-huh. think it was mentioned in the book and I think the girl said something about it. Like she kind of like spoke oh. up about it. Yeah. I don't know much about it, but I did see like a headline about like Jamie Lynn has come to apologize, but I don't don't really think that. I mean, I feel like she's made so many apologies since like this whole book tour, because that's kind of what she's yeah. been doing, like talking to like um all these shows and stuff but they actually divided it to two parts so the first part is really about her and the second part they, they talk more about Britney and like the whole conservatorship and like kind of her role in it and she 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 says a lot that she tried to help but again it's like girl like you could have if you couldn't actually help you could have at least been like on Instagram like hey you know my sister's being you know held hostage basically right. like you know what I'm saying because she says of social media we know exactly like even now like that's how everything yeah. went down because she says that she sent her text message just being like hey girl like you know maybe we can find you a better lawyer or you know hey like I think you it would, maybe you live with me for a while like she says she tried but I think again people are trying to hold her accountable being like you should have tried harder at least you know putting the word out there so right and it's also the cause of like her being named as like one of the states and she explained that yeah she's supposed to be like the the person in case anything happens to her like for her kids yes that's she talks about that too yeah yeah i don't know there was like discussions and confusions regarding like yeah because because apparently she talks about a little bit she because britney wanted her to be in a trust for her children and so she but she says she didn't follow up so she didn't end up being on it so there's like all these weird discussions but um it's an interesting like listen like obviously to hear her side of the things obviously i'm sure i can't wait the day that britney comes out and she's like okay here are all my receipts i'm Mm -hmm. waiting for that day but so then we have to hear everybody else's side on what's going on but I still almost felt bad for her because I it seems like she had also a very like chaotic like like hard relationship with her father as well as her mother because she talks about it at times so I'm sure it wasn't easy for her either so you know there has to be some you know and it's also sad to see this family like going through what they're going through so public like publicly like the sisters arguing going back and forth I really think that the family really, like, especially the parents, in my opinion, and I don't know, you know, this could be. Yeah. I feel like they use their kids, their daughters, for the money. Because basically, yeah, they, absolutely. Brittany was like the main money maker. As yes. Well. You know, she became this famous person making Mouse Club. You know, she became this, you know, the princess of pop. And then Zoe, you know, Zoe, I keep calling her Zoe, Jamie Lynn. <laughs> Jamie Lynn. You know, following her sister's footsteps, she came, she went into Nickelodeon. You know, did her shows. She dabbled in music a little bit, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> but and then she became pregnant, and obviously, and now that you mentioned the abortion, like the insinuation of it, 
um, it makes sense if it was them because, you know, they expected her to be something like her sister yeah. would be or like, mm-hmm. you know, more in the in the acting realm than you yeah. know, singing realm like her sister. So it's interesting that. Yeah, know. I'm sure because I'm sure the moment they found out she was pregnant, they're like, Nickelodeon's obviously going to fire her. They're not going to have a pregnant teen yeah. on TV. So they probably that's why the people unfortunately were hinting at things like that because they were like, you have a contract like we need to keep this going, you know, so it is very sad. Yeah. And this is especially also during the time, like the purity rings on Disney Channel, where, you yes. know, Miley and the Jonas Brothers and Demi Lovato and all of that. So, yeah, it was a very different time because now I feel like she I feel like now she wouldn't have been as canceled or so like because even remember Kylie when she got pregnant, she was still very young and it was not mm-hmm. like a, a big deal. It is now. I mean, back mm-hmm. then it would have been crazy back then. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. If she was like in the beginning of the Kardashians, like season one, season two, whatever the case you know, when she was like 16, yeah. she would have gotten pregnant then, yeah. Yeah, but they probably wouldn't have been where they are. She wouldn't be where she is right now. Right. But then again, when she got pregnant, she was multi-millionaire. Yeah, and I think that's why people don't have nothing to say because they were like, her life's basically figured out. But yeah, but I think it's also just, again, time has really changed. And like, you know, even MTV had that one show, like 16 and Pregnant, which really changed a lot of people's thoughts and stuff. So, but yeah, it's an interesting listen. There's two parts, like I said, and... I, I didn't hate it but I also was it's hard to like listen to someone when you know like what happened to Britney and you're just like girl like you, we can't defend you right <laughs> but moving on to Emily in Paris oh my god so I finally finished and so obviously spoiler 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 season two at the end very end we basically find out this Sylvie who's like um not her boss but like I guess her French boss yeah. is like opening up her own PR firm and you know Emily has to make the choice of like am I gonna go back am I gonna quit am I gonna stay and I told the first thing I told Leah I was like it's not gonna be Emily in Chicago it's not gonna be <laughs> Emily in Michigan we all know where Emily's staying in Paris in Paris it got picked up for two seasons so she's staying exactly. there <laughs> So um, I'm I'm for sure. My thoughts is that like they're going to maybe like fast forward a few months and we're going to see her like already working for Sylvie. And I think she's going to be dating Alfie. I feel like she's going to be like going back and forth between London and Paris. Oh, that's what I think, because they're going to have like a long distance because he decided to he has to go back to London. Right. Because his work, like his project or whatever was was finished. And yeah, I love Alfie. Well, the character you he's know, the my man. favorite. I love Alfie's character. Um, but and he's fine. He's Alfie is fine. He's so fine. Yeah, I've been, it's so weird because like the moment I saw him on the show for some reason now he's all over TikTok and I'm like, yeah. I probably wouldn't have known who he was until watching the show. Yeah, I mean the the character that plays Gabriel, which is like the main like heartthrob in the show yes, i refer to him as her mm-hmm. mr big mr big because <laughs> like because it's the same it's like the same Harry, yeah it's the same formula it's the same formula yeah because yeah, you were talking about how like emily kind of represents like harry in a way because yes. of like the fact because she's chaotic yeah she's chaotic and then gabriel here mr big um and then gabriel is also cute he was the heartthrob in the first yes. also he's a chef which gives him to me like a thousand yes. points yes <laughs> give me a guy who knows how to cook exactly a chin but um yeah no alfie i just love and i love them better like i feel like they're yes um, they have like good banter like yeah i feel like banter. her and gabrielle are like a little boring i also feel like gabrielle like loki's a little like problematic because like he had a girlfriend and he dumped her because she didn't want to go to normandy with him like meanwhile like you can make it work somehow 
but he like broke up with her for a, a seven-year relationship because she didn't want to come where he wanted to come but i also feel like camille's also a little problematic because she's always like pressuring him to do shit that he doesn't want to do instead of yeah. being more supportive yeah those and the fact that they moved in i was like oh my god the most toxic couple ever so toxic <laughs> but then like how emily what annoyed me about emily is that the one where they went to where's that they went to the champagne france yeah but what was it that they went to that famous place in france oversize was it versailles normandy that place i don't know where girl she, where she was supposed to go in the train with the guy and the guy dumped her in the train oh um damn that the, yeah the, the coast like what's that called? Coast, uh, saint tropes saint, saint tropes i don't know saint tropez saint tropez yes i literally couldn't get out of my mouth but which they went to San Tropez and like Camille obviously was trying to get her, you know, she wanted to get some. She was like, fuck Gabriel, let me do my shit. Like, but that's, but that's what it's like when you first break up with someone. You're like, oh my God, get me to the streets. Right. But the fact that Emily kept stopping her, I mean, Mia, Mia leave her alone. Her yeah, you know what her. that is? That's Carrie energy because that's the same shit Carrie would have done. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I was like, Mia, déjala. Let her be. I mean, I would have thrown her to the men. I would have been like, go, girl. Like, I got you. <laughs> I'll take pictures of Gabrielle could see. Then the other thing, too, is, like, I she's definitely a good friend. I'm not saying yeah. she's not a good friend. And I'm not saying that, like, fuck women. But, like, she's, I'm sorry, you met Camille, like, a month ago. And, like, you don't have that much loyalty to her. Like, if right. you like someone and you feel like someone's the one, you kind of have to chase that. And the fact that she's like, no, like, I, I made a pack. Girl. Okay. <laughs> You twelve? You twelve? Like you made? Like, is she your blood sister? Like she's so ridiculous. Even Mindy was like, "Girl, like that sounds dumb." Like yeah, about three seconds ago. Three seconds ago. <sighs> yeah. So, but no, I'm excited. I'm I'm looking forward to the next season. Um, and there's two more, so I'm excited to see yeah. where they're gonna go with it. But I really hope Alfie's back. I he, I've seen him being interviewed, and he's always like, "I don't know if we're gonna be back." Like hinting, I'm like, "You back? You he, gonna be back?" He's gonna be back. People are gonna be pissed if he's not back. Exactly. They better not pull no Bridgerton shit and get rid of him. Bridgerton is coming back though. Yes, I'm excited <laughs> for that too. I actually saw um the video, the main girl. I forgot her. Phil Phil Phil. What's her name? Phoebe. Phoebe. Yeah. Yeah. She made a Vogue video of like her makeup. She's so cute. I love her. Yeah, she's adorable. But um yeah, so Emily when Paris was entertaining. I the only thing, the other thing though, last thing, those outfits. <sighs> like sometimes some of them are cute, and we talked about that. Like her birthday outfit was cute. The outfit she wore to the opera, like some of her nighttime outfits, nighttime were super outfits, cute. Yes. But the day ones, it's like she really gets dressed in the dark. Literally, she was like, "Esto me pongo aquí, esto va con esto, maybe, y aquí me voy." And then like it's and then those gloves. What, she, I kept for some reason I'm thinking about those gloves. She had them in purple and yellow, and I, if I was her friend, I'd have been like, "You have them in every color." Like we just, if anything, buy one. <laughs> she got like a whole dresser full of them. Oh my god! The that always takes me out, and I sent you the picture. Yeah, it's the one that's on her birthday, but she's at the cemetery um, with a coworker for lunch. <sighs> yes, and it's literally this like, you know, eyelet dress, short with a bomber jacket of like tiger printing, white. And then she got like Tory Burch sandals put on, like, like yeah. that. You really got woke up in the middle of the night. And, and sometimes she wears shit to work. Where I'm like, you can wear shorts that short to work. Like, France is that cool about stuff? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, the only person that knows how to dress in that show is Sylvie. I love Sylvie. Yeah, she's a bitch. 
people were saying that it will, they would like to see like a show about like Sylvie alone. Oh my god, yes. How she got to where she's got like an origin story. Oh my god, yes. Because she's kind of like the Samantha of like mm-hmm. yeah. of, she's like sexy. She's a badass. She's a boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love her. So she's the only one that has like some version of style on that fucking show. Yeah, I agree. Again, like Emily in Paris is entertaining, you know? Yes. Not Golden Globe Award kind no. of thing. After show. watching se- two seasons, no. Like it deserves like MTV, like we talked about it. Be and all the MTV awards and win every single one. Like, you know, this is a show I'll see on the CW, along with like One Tree Hill or whatever the other show, Gossip Girl and shit. You know? Mm-hmm. But not no like Golden Globe type of shit. No, but I'm happy there are two more seasons. Yeah. We will see. But anyways, what about you, girl? What you been up to? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this week, like you said. I mean, I've been in I was in the same roller coaster as you with work. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Not only that, I mentioned last time in the la- that I got COVID. And from COVID came other like health issues. Yeah. I'm still dealing with this eye situation that I have. Two weeks ago, I started noticing that was my eye my eye vision was becoming more blurred. Went to get to an eye doctor. They confirmed that I have a bacterial infection. Yeah. My drops. A week later, I'm still in the same place. Oh, it starts getting worse. Like when you just don't feel better. Yeah. Um. So like today, I have my appointment, like my follow up, and I'm still the same way. I'm still seeing blurry. Um. And it's annoying because obviously I don't want to be. I want my vision to be good. Yeah, I can't imagine how scary that is. And then like me working on the computer all day, it's. Not helping, helping either. Sure. Yeah. So, like, I haven't been able to read as much, which is another thing that annoys me. Um, but they gave me like some steroid, like eye drops this time, something stronger dosed than the one that they gave me for the first time around. So hopefully that would help. Um, to like for my eyesight. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say they checked, they made all the tests to make sure there's nothing like behind my, like in the back of my eye or anything like that. So they did check. Um, to make sure there's no other like problems, but um, I'm just waiting for this to get back. Yeah, it's like when when you're not feeling well, when things just aren't sitting right, it's like the worst feeling because you don't feel like you can get things done. You feel like you're just not focusing. Yeah, it's the worst, and you've been feeling like this way for like weeks now. Weeks, yeah, and I like me straining my eye also. Like it's another situation because I don't want to get. Obviously, I don't have 20/20 vision, guys. I wear I've wear my glasses. Yeah. With the, third grade probably I think because I used to wear an eye patch in the third grade for one of my eyes yeah had a lazy eye um and now I'm near and farsighted from one eye and the other so like you know me wearing my glasses and like my eyesight already strained as it is and I don't want to strain anymore like this whole eye situation so vamos a ver yeah obviously girl but that has been my low of this week my highs of this week has been obviously seeing you girls yeah, it was like so fun and so good to see you guys and just chat um, and catch up. Uh, I'm excited to so Talia for um, Gabe. So Talia, I'm literally just gonna ask you about this. Yeah, so Talia, gave, Talia, I was her secret Santa, and she gave me every time I always put candles on my list. Like I love candles. Yes, look, we're we're those girls. We all love candles. Exactly. <laughs> but this time she gave me like a DIY candle making kit. And I'm so excited to like start using it. I opened it yes. up when I got home and I had like all the supplies and everything, like the pot holder, the wax, the color, um, 
the wick and everything everything to pretty much to do a candle like the little tins you have to like post like a reel or something if you do it yeah yeah i definitely do it had like i brought like a pot for you to like wax the 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 wax to melt the wax wax yeah on the on the stove so i'm really excited like that's really legit like everything i think it's called from the craft but I think it's the name yeah, of Yeah, if you like it, you should definitely recommend it because I would buy it. Like, that sounds like such a fun, like, weekend thing. Like, yeah. that would be perfect for this weekend. Like, it's snowing, make candles. I might do it this weekend. I'll, I'll let you guys know. But it's, like, it was, it's, like, so exciting to do because I love DIYs. Yeah. Um, another high was that my cousin came over, the like, last week um, to drop off the presents my family had because we didn't have Christmas. <laughs> I know. I have to do that, too. And he came to get, you know, his presents and my other family's presents that I have here. And he got me a Lego, a 17, like almost yes. over 1,600, like, Lego pieces of Harry Potter. And it was, like, the, the, the big figurines of, like, Harry and Hermione that's so cute I, I really like I feel like a lot of people are doing those during COVID and I feel like it's such a fun activity I haven't played Lego since like probably like I was 12 or something like yeah no they're serious now these days and I was so excited putting the pieces together um I want the trio though but there's not a Ron one and I'm like what what happened to my Ron like I, yeah you know, I, I hope they're making one to come out with just Ron. yeah um because I would love to have the trio but you know it's cute I have them under my coffee table I'm holding some books together. So it's really That's cute. really cute. That's like fun. Yeah, I, I think I told you guys when that was when we were meeting up that I we wanted to get one like during COVID and it was like 150 bucks or something because I think the one we wanted was like one of those like crazy landscape ones. And I was like, damn, these things are serious these days because before I feel like before they used to just be like you make a tower. Now it's like you make a, the whole Manhattan bridge or something. <laughs> There's one actually I started I went into the website and there was one my cousin's like, oh, you'll like this one. It's a globe. Oh, that's cool. It's made out of Legos and stuff. And I was like, oh, that that's actually pretty cute. Yeah. But yeah, they're, they're expensive. They're almost like $200. Like- yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I also heard if you go to the Lego store, and I thought about doing this for a gift. So if anyone's – actually, V-Day is coming up. So if anybody wants a cute gift, you can make your own personal, like, little Legos. You know, like the people? You can make your own. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can – yeah, so you can make, like – I don't know if you, like – let's say you like red sweaters you can make have like a red sweater and like if it had glasses like and make like one that looks like you so oh, that's cute. if you like legos it's like a cute thing because i was like oh, that's so cute and you could do it at the lego store you just personalize personalize them oh that is cute yes so if anyone's looking for a cute gift there we go um in terms of tv obviously even with my blur ass vision i've watched some <laughs> tv yeah obviously gray's Usually, we only watch an episode two when Mia comes from work. Yeah. Um, what season are you on now? I think I'm on season eight still. I'm at the okay. end of season eight. But, like, people are annoying me at this point. Like, I used to love, like, Yang was my favorite in the beginning, and now she's starting to get on my nerves at the end. Um, the only one that I really like right now is Bailey. Bailey is just mad. She's just hilarious. Like, a humor, yeah. and, like, her being stoic, but, like, just Bailey herself. She just is she's just funny. I love her. Um yeah. Owen Owen right now uh Owen was fine to me. A lot of people said they didn't like him when he came into the show. Right now he was fine with me and there was nothing wrong. But now that it was so spoiler for anyone who doesn't watch Grays. So Yang <laughs> became pregnant. They're married. Okay. She became pregnant. <clears throat> but she doesn't want to be a mother. Like it's something that, you know. 
so in the beginning of the season of not the season of the of the show, she became pregnant at some point, but she had an ep, epicop, epoptic. I know that's such a hard word to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't even say it. A pregnancy. Yeah, so I don't, I'm not even gonna try. So she lost the baby, um, but like Yang is known to be like that that ambitious woman who like focuses on her career. She wants to be number one, like fuck everybody kind of situation. Um, and then as as the show went on, she kind of made president. She doesn't want to be a mother. Like that is not something in her realm. Yeah. But then she met Owen and things happened so fast. And then she got pregnant and he wants to become a father, but she's like, no. So she ends up getting the abortion and him like, they are supporting her even though it was like really hard for him. So I get like his side of the story, but also I feel like they both should have talked about this before, you know, marriage. Yeah. Because she's like, she's legit like, I don't want to have kids. And it's hard for him to see her because Meredith and McDreamy end up adopting a baby and she becomes the godmother so she like Owen sees her playing with the baby and he's like but it's one thing like holding someone else's baby and having your own because it's like yay you're so cute oh yes yes goodbye (laughs) compared to you actually you know yeah so it's just annoying because he like obviously El tiene resentment towards her yes um, and she's like, but yo, like, I really don't want to have kids. And at this point, like, yeah. the marriage is kind of strained. But apart from everything else, like, I'm enjoying the show. Like, Nia also enjoys the show. Um, I finished With Love, which is the Amazon Prime show that I was talking about, um, about a Mexican family that lives in Portland, Oregon. And it kind of just follows the different types of dynamics within, like, relationship dynamics within the family. Like, the, the adult children trying to find love or, like, trying to navigate a new love the, mm-hmm. the parents kind of dealing with their marriages and like their grandparents and like <clears throat> comparing the different types of love it's very short what i did like the uh, enjoy about this concept is that each episode was on a, a, a holiday so it starts with christmas of 2020 and then it goes into new year's valentine's day so on and so forth and it ends on christmas day of 2021 so I did like that concept, but it's a cute show. Like it's something to watch. I in the background, um, very diverse, very inclusive as well. So I didn't. I, I enjoyed watching the different types of like relationship dynamics. Yeah, the show. Um, Queer Eye. Have you watched Queer? You watched Queer Eye, right? Oh my god! I did. You watch the new season? Yeah. Oh, it's so I good. Like a week or so ago. It's I. I feel like I cry in every season of Queer Eye. I cry every fucking season. I feel like I did feel a little bit more emotional this season than in the past. but Because yes. I felt like there were so many great stories in this one. Yeah, I agree. Also, um, I feel like they all got a little more personal as well. <laughs> yeah. And like, it just like, I don't know. I, 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 every episode made me cry. Yeah. Um, and right now, actually, I am watching because it just came out today. I am watching Yo Soy Georgina, or I Am Georgina, which is about... Oh, oh my God, yes. I actually texted Lilybeth about it. I was like, girl, this is right up your alley. Because um, I don't know if I want to watch it. Like, a part of me wants to watch it because I'm just like, who is this woman? Like, I want to know the tea. But the other part of me is like, I'm tired of seeing rich people spend their money. <laughs> also, I didn't know they weren't married. No, they're not. Yeah. I was like, oh, so she has 8,000 kids, but she ain't got no ring? <laughs> right? 
listening. So she has one kid with Ronaldo. Then she's currently pregnant with two. She's about to have twins. And then Ronaldo's oldest. It's like he had with someone else. I remember that. And then he has two um, twins. Like a surrogate, right? It was via surrogate. He wants a team. He's like, I want a soccer team. Literally. So they're about to have like six kids in total now. Um, Because she's pregnant with two and she had a baby already with him. So, But it pretty much just follows like her life, how she became like this big model or like very well-known person in the industry. I mean, but like, I'm just because I want to know, like, I'll probably watch it, but I'm curious, like how, what was she like before they met? Like, was she someone like that was well-known or was she just like a house? Now she's just like not a name because of her husband. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So legit, they met. She worked at a Gucci store. Oh, so that's how they met. She was, damn. She was I need to go back. I need to go read to retail. <laughs> go back. I never worked retail, but I'm like, maybe I should. She worked at the Gucci store. She was like a, a you know a shop associate or assistant um, at the Gucci store. He came in with his son and some friends, and apparently they lock eyes and everything. There was attraction there. He put. Then it started oh my goodness! And and wow, she 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 came into the family, and like from the trailer, it seems like she like her family isn't like well off and stuff. Because I think she mentions like trying to like obviously yes. help her neighborhood, like help her family. So she does say like one thing that she says in one in the first episode is that she's like, I know what it's like to have nothing, and then know what is it to like have everything yeah from like humble beginnings i believe she's like half argentinian and half spaniard okay um and she she was born in argentina but i think she came to spain at a young age um yeah it's pretty much like her like you see her like people talk about her the events that she go to the outfits that she wear like her being a mom her being a partner to cristiano to ronaldo um like all the kids call her mom like yeah that, no I feel like it feels like they have a really good like family mm-hmm. dynamic because yeah. like all the pictures they take are really cute it seems like they spend a lot of time together which is like you know good to see because I feel like a lot of times when you think of like sports husbands you don't think the best yeah no and like I didn't expect him to be in the show either so like he is actually like talks on the show like he shows up on the show a lot he yeah. about, like his love for her his love for his kids like how She's like the pillar of the family. Oh, that's um, sweet. But it's really cute because I feel Ronaldo has always been very like quiet. And private. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we all know he dated Athena Shock for so long. Um, then he you know, they broke up and then all yes. of a sudden she, you know, he had kids and then you know, yeah. popped up and they're like, who is this woman? You know? That's what I'm saying. Like, it was so crazy because, like, it went from him dating that model to them. I think he was, like, dating someone else. And then he yeah. met this woman and it was that was it. I mean, again, when you know, you know. So and he, he was like, she's the love of my life. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. That's I kind of I'm going to watch it now because yeah. at first I was like, I want to watch this bitch spend all her husband's money. <laughs> and he's not even her husband. Like, Do they talk about that? Like, that they're not married? No, yeah, like at one point she was like, yeah, but you know, because they like, when is, one of her friends are like, when is the wedding? And she's like, that depends on me. It depends on it. But like she wears the ring as like, a, I don't know if they're engaged or not, but she like, she has like a whole ring set on her hand. Yeah. So it was just like, so I'm going to leave them to the I mean, that's crazy. I'm going to call this something. But it's like, you're not married, but you're married. 
they married. I mean, they're like yeah. they have all those kids. They've been together for years, but I guess I mean that when they do have that wedding is gonna be crazy. Oh, I'm sure. She's young. She's like 28 years old. <sighs> the bitch <laughs> living the life. Right. Yeah, it's pretty much her, like, I mean, I'm only on the second episode. And a little bit, she, like, kind of brags a little bit of, like, who she is now and, like, what she's become. I'm like, I know. That's why when I asked you, I was like, who was she? Because I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Let's bring it, like, I get it. You, you Now you have everything. But I'm like, let's, let's humble yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And like, all her friends like, yeah, you know, Georgina, like, you can't have an agenda if you're friends with her because she'll text you and be like, let's go to Morocco. I'll <gasps> be like, bitch, you pay my rent? <laughs> She was like, you can't have a you can't have an agenda with Georgina. She would text you to go to Monaco and you gotta get your pack your your bags ready. And it was like Damn. It, it looks kind of like kissy yeah, like the kiss cat. Yeah. Like, you know. So, yeah. I do actually wow. also watch um there's a documentary on the Brazilian soccer player Neymar. Oh yes, I saw that that's coming out. I wanna I wanna watch that too. So Yeah, no, now you're gonna make I'm gonna probably watch that this weekend. <laughs> The Georgina one. The just says Georgina. Um, so yeah, that's pretty what I've been watching, reading. I finished the Love Hypothesis. I gave it four stars. I talked about it in the last episode. It's like a cute little romance. It was charming. On the spicy level, it's a zero. <laughs> um, what I did like about it is like it was. So the author, Ali Hazelwood, she's a professor. Like in the so the characters represent that. And I like that they put like, the, we usually hear like, you know, the characters are, they work at a bar, at a bakery or at a bookstore or something, the romance or something of another. So I like that this one was like in academia, like in the science. And obviously she talks about like the challenges that women in, in, in like in the science department go through in the, you know, the machismo and all that stuff of course yeah so i did like how she she added that and like but like it's a love story between scientists you know um yeah the scientist deserves love as well but it was cute um i listened on audio brown girls by daphne balassi and Georgies, and it's about it's about a group of girls but mostly about just the girls, the brown girls that live that grew up in Queens in New York here. Um, I like her. I listened to audio. It, it j- recently just came out. I think it came out like a week ago. Um, and what I liked about her story is that she talks about the like the girls from when they started in middle school until like their adulthood. So yeah. Follow it through, and it's in verses. It, um, it didn't read like a novel. It was more like verses as well. Or like short stories, short chapters. Um, but the con- the one thing that I've been reading is about how she says we a lot. Like brown girls kind of all incorporate like in this one group, like all brown girls. Mm-hmm. And I was just she talk like it's about a small group of girls, but then she keeps saying we like, and like the people that she names are like Chinese, Filipinos, Haitians, like all the brown girls in Queens. And obviously not all brown girls went through this experience. Of course, so that's yeah. different. But I think a lot of people are stuck at the fact that she used brown girls and then added, like, the Haitian and all of that. There. It's like, are you a brown? Like, some people say, well, they're black girls. Like, even black women themselves say, well, you know, brown girls and black girls are two different things. Kind of. Yeah, that makes sense. But, like, the way that I read it, I read it very individual because she does say his name, like, you know, brown girls, like, Priya. Elizabeth, Sandra, like she says different names to kind of like 
include everybody in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but even though it's focused on these like four friends um, who are like South Asian, Filipino, and stuff like that, they're like from different backgrounds. And I, I, I actually took it like individual. Like, yes, the, even though I grew up, you know, we grew up in Washington Heights, Manhattan, a lot of the things that the girls went, went through in here in Queens is kind of some of the stuff that either I went through, I've seen, you know, growing up and stuff like that. Yeah. Just in New York City in general. Like, they talk about going to specialized high schools and, like, meeting, you know, white boys and dating white boys and all that stuff. So <clears throat> I felt like it was, like, something that a lot of people could connect with. Just living in New York City, like, taking the train and going to the schools and, family putting pressure on you and you know you want to do one thing but they don't want you to do that thing because you're not a doctor or a lawyer you get you know or like moving out of college yeah. like oh, why you got to go all the way to Texas when you got a college right here you know and I feel like we all went through that so I feel like it was more like individualist even though she used the we part a lot but I gave it four stars I enjoyed it even though there's a lot of debate and discussion regarding the whole week and grouping everybody yeah that makes sense that people feel that way so let's get into those cheese miss all right so we're starting with um the passing of regina uh, regina king's son um ian alexander jr who was 26 and died by suicide which was so sad it's also her only son which is just heartbreaking i think her only child right mm-hmm. oh, yeah like reading the article that I read it just showed how much they both like connected and loved each other and like they had a very like mother yeah um I believe there's even tattoos they have like matching tattoos that says unconditional love oh that's so sad yeah so um and he even like dedicated a whole post an Instagram on his um on like to Regina, the son, when she turned fifty, just saying how much I love you, like you did the greatest mom, like you know, so they did have like I, I, I'm sure like I mean as any mom it's hard to lose a son, but when you have like that strong connection with your son or your, your child in general. Yeah. Losing that box, especially your only child. He's only twenty six. So yeah. Yeah, I feel so bad right now. I also heard there's, like, some drama about it because I heard that, like, some, I don't know which publication, but they leaked it before she even knew. So I don't know how much of that is true. But if that's true, that is horrific because I can't even imagine finding out in that way. That is is horrific if she found out through me. Yeah, some people were, like, pissed about that because they were, like, you know, it's, like, at the end of the day, like, we get that your job is to, like, put things out there, be, like, you know, publicized. But it's, like, this is someone's child, like... And he was not famous. Like, just because she's famous, that doesn't give you the right to, like, air out his, his name and what happened. Right. Well, he, was, he wasn't he was famous, famous, but he was trying to get a name for himself. He was mm-hmm. a, a musician and a DJ. I think his DJ name was Destiny. Destiny? Um, like, he was actually promoting a song or single, Green Eyes, like, a week before everything that happened. Yeah. Um, but that is messed up. It's like, she found out by media um, before everybody else. It kind of sounds like the whole thing with like Kobe and yeah. When they passed, because I believe the wife found out through media before anything else. Yeah, that's just it's just horrific. It really just goes into things like like you said, you got a job, we understand, but I feel like when it comes to things like this, like you have to. Try there to- needs to be some grace, like yeah. you know. 
Yeah. Usually we know how fast the media is and like yeah, let the let the family give out the statement. Um, yeah, it's just really sad. But I mean, I can't even imagine how she's feeling. And she she's had such a great year, like uh, or the last few years, because she's been in so many great shows, movies. I think she won like I don't know, I think it was a Golden Globe or something a few years ago, maybe a year or two ago. So she's really had had such a great year. So I'm sure that this is just really gonna take her back. So it's just so sad. Yeah. Um, I think Vivica A. Fox like getting an update because she's also very close to Vivica A. Fox and she's able like, to see her. And like Vivica said, like she's mourning as a mother, she's mourning and she's fine. Yes. Mourning, you know. Oh but, yeah, it's really sad. So yeah. hopefully she's doing a little better. But I can't even imagine how she's feeling. Yeah. And just about like mental health, like you know, sometimes like suicide. Um, and just the mental health again like it's so important and even though we talk about it it's more outspoken now than before um i think like therapy and everything is so important for everyone yes i'm a i'm one of those people that i believe like even if you're not going through anything it's something that you have yeah just having conversations like you know it's just really important and i i also know they referenced um like social media because i think he was also struggling with social media which again is just horrific to think about stuff like that because yeah. again it's not real like what you're seeing it's it, people are only posting the good yeah like, yeah, yeah people don't post like the, the struggles or exactly but maybe some people do but let me wrong there's some people that yes, are very on the, on the on the ground like they really share like real life stuff and then there's other people that just share like the good part, even though they're struggling. Um, yep, Georgina. <laughs> and then I mean, she's living life. Yeah. If they, um, what was I gonna say? But like also like yeah, maybe you know he was trying to come up in the music industry and like being the son of someone famous. Yeah. Just listening to comments probably like reading comments and yeah saying things. I don't know if he was like you know he received trolls and stuff, which is something so common on Instagram, like especially people just trolling you. Yeah. Uh, it's just so hard. And yeah, I mean a lot of a lot of, of well known famous people they go through this. They they get these nasty comments and then yeah having to like not pay attention to but as a human you're always gonna like you're gonna feel some type of way exactly and it's hard to not like feel some type of way when you feel like the people you need that yeah no it's it's really sad a big thing here yeah I just I really feel like also these all these apps like Instagram and TikTok they really need to also just be better at like again protecting like our youth because it's like they're the ones that are really being like struggling the most with things like this with these with these um, um comments with these like body images like all these things it's like they should be a better way at like you know protecting younger people because they're being heavily influenced exactly yeah like yeah I mean we all know like the Kardashians everybody look up to the Kardashians their bodies their the way that they think the way that they do things they're, yeah obviously we know and I've said this again come at me we know that their the Kardashian body is not their body. Like they literally yeah. mold that body. <laughs> yeah, but even if they didn't, they, again, they have the money to have trainers, to have plastic surgeons. It's like people forget about all these little things. Like they have the money to have chefs that can cook for them all day long. So it's like it's not real. <laughs> yeah, like Kim put up some pictures earlier this week about her being at the beach with this whole outfit with gloves on the fucking beach. I'm like, why you got gloves on the beach? 
Yeah, she, there was that one outfit she was wearing jeans at the beach, like like hella black jeans. I'm like, girl. I just had one of she posted like she posted this picture. Her at the beach with glasses and like a whole glove thing on. And, oh god. But like a bikini, you know. Um, anyway, and like obviously, obviously she has the great boss and she worked hard for it. Obviously, we also know she had. She doesn't have that ass. That ass is fake. <laughs> yes. But it's obviously. just like that's what people and especially young girls see and they're like, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Want. But we also need to remember that a few years ago, what, 10, 15 years ago, that wasn't even what we considered good, like, pretty that's very new so again everything's always evolving and changing and just because that's in right now doesn't mean that that's what we considered even pretty few years ago so like things are constantly changing so yes i'm going around as much as they can like you know from from skinny women to like mid-sized women to plus size women and beyond like at the end of the day, you, have, you know, body positivity, there's so many body shapes out there. They're all beautiful. They are like the way that it is. And then we just have to accept it, you know? Like, yeah. This is how we are. We don't, we're not, we don't have to have a Kim Kardashian body. Exactly. But yeah. Ugh, sad. Yeah, for sure. Now, on to speaking about Kanye and Kim and everybody else in the whole mess. What the fuck is going on over there? Like, someone <laughs> call 911. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as we all know, Kim, you know, Kanye is dating model Julia Fox. I don't know who she is. Anybody know? <laughs> like everybody. So she is in this movie called Uncut Gems, which came out a few years ago, yeah. with like Adam Sandler. She plays like, spoiler alert, sorry, but she plays like his girl, his side piece. Like he's married, but he has her as a side piece. So that's who she plays. And um, and then I guess she also has a podcast, and she's like a model. So like I don't know. And then now she's saying Kanye. This whole thing is bizarre. And now they're in Paris, and the pictures are like, like she's gonna look back in ten years and be like, okay, yeah, I know he was Kanye, but what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> well, like people came out like before, like when they announced that they were together, like him dressing her, like her on the floor on top of him. I was yeah. like, yeah, really call somebody into the photo shoot to do this. Like they always, yes, take pictures to announce our, our relationship and like her on top of me and whatever. And then meanwhile, he's like rapping about wanting to beat up Pete Davidson and yeah. wanting Kimberly back. And he literally bought a house across the street from Kimberly. So I don't know what's happening over there. And then that whole thing that happened, a few, I don't know, maybe last or two weekends ago where he was on Instagram live basically being like, I want to go to my daughter's birthday, but they won't give me the address. Yeah. And that whole thing was like so chaotic and messy. I was like, someone needs to take the phone away. I get why for so many years he didn't have a phone. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, so like he was trying to go to Chicago's and Chicago's and Stormy's birthday because they kind of yeah they combine them yeah mm-hmm. they're they're not far from each other birthdays and I guess Kanye tried to get in access the bodyguard mm-hmm. stopped stopped them he made a story out of it then they they shared the address I think it was Travis Scott who said that still that yeah because he called Christian and or whatever his name is. Um, and like apparently he was like Chloe, why are you guys don't? I was like one. Por qué is Kristen, whatever the fuck his name is, still involved? Yeah, I know. <laughs> why is Chloe still with him? So that's another discussion. 
what you, for real. <laughs> um, but then he called Travis and Travis shared the. But it would look like it was at Kylie's house. So, so uh, yeah, like, how does he not know where it is? I al- I also heard that he was supposed to be with her like that evening because I'm assuming they're doing like split, oh, like, like um, yes. Like- yeah, so like he was supposed to have her that night or that evening. So that's why they had like an early birthday. Plus, kids' birthdays parties are like from eleven to like two because they're like kids and they go ahead and need naps. So I'm assuming it was early. They had the little party, and then I'm assuming he was gonna take her for the rest of the day. So I think there, she just assumed he maybe didn't want to be there. But it's just messy putting it online. And then I also saw like a, a video. Someone was doing like a video of like the party, and he was like in the back just chilling, like talking to Chris. And I was like, is is he okay? Like, is it all fixed now? There was an interview that he did. I forgot who he did the interview about it. Some TikTok, some TikTok, and it's him explaining what kind of happened that day, or like more. Mm-hmm. But it, he also explains like the more broader like he sounds like a, a kid that doesn't that is crying because he didn't get what he wanted. Yes, and that makes sense. We we never we we are not parents, so we don't know about it, you know. Um, but like co-parenting is is important, you know. And yeah. Like from what it sounds like, Kimberly is trying to put structure. Yes. Which you kind of need, especially during these times, like during COVID, your kids need some sort of structure because every day is, we don't know if every day, what's every day is going to come. Exactly. And then Kanye gets mad because it's not his way. It's not when he wants the kids. It's not when, you know, when he opens up his mouth, he could get the kids. It's not. And then he talks about how like Pete, um, he went to like drop off the kids from, from at the house from school and that the bodyguards denied axes because pete was inside the house even though people say kim kim hasn't shown pete to the has introduced pete davis into the kids yet yeah according to what people have said in the comments yes they were like oh but he kim hasn't introduced pete to the kids but it just sound like but like obviously they're divorced and i think kim got the house in the divorce which makes sense. Like, sense, like, just why because, like, you don't have access to the house? Like, it's not like you could walk in there, como nada. You know, it's not yeah. your house anymore. Even though it's the kid's house, it's not, like, something to walk It's to. also just confusing because in the, fir- in the very beginning when they announced their separation, she was still going to all his shows and, like, she was, yeah. they were still at events together. So like, something must have happened, like, recently yeah. because that's when everything, like, has popped off. And I think it's probably her seeing Pete because he probably wasn't Absolutely. ready for her to start dating. Yeah. But ever since then, like, it's been so more messy because before that i feel like it was very like they said they were trying to co-parent kim yeah. was being very supportive i'm sure like kim's probably very like she wants her kids to have a, the most normal, which is important um transition into this new kind of life that they're gonna have to leave now with like you know co-parenting so i don't know what happened but he also can't blame her because he's been seen dating a new girl for like every weekend and then now yeah. he's dating julia fox so it's like Exactly. And this whole Pete Davidson is, is like not going to last. Like, come on. <laughs> so he needs to give her a break. Yeah. And what well, else what he was saying? He was uh, he was actually involving, like, his family members to, like, try to talk to Kim and then trying to set up meetings with Kim so they could talk to him and, like, talk yeah. to her and put some reasoning into her. Cause, and I understand Kanye in this aspect. I think, like, um, North did a TikTok and she had lipstick on. And yes, he doesn't want to approve of that. And he told Kimberly, he was like, "Hey, I don't approve of of her putting on lipstick and doing like these type of you know TikToks or whatever." And I get like, as a parent, you also want to put some rules. Like, it's like having to hear both sides and respecting each other's you know 
yeah when it comes to the kids you get me yeah you always have to be on the same page because if not then it's just a mess yeah. but it's funny that he doesn't like that north is wearing lipstick meanwhile he has julia fox Con in el... paris looking like a clown <laughs> take her makeup away the whole eyeliner wing thing oh my god i'm telling you she's gonna look back and be like what was i thinking and like literally it's like the same thing he did with kim how he used to dress her like he yeah you know makeup like obviously we know that kim's fashion changed when when she got with kanye yes um and like it's like kind of like the same thing with julia fox like her him dressing her she has to wear what he wants her to wear yeah there was a video of them it was like a tiktok of them in miami like at the airport and she was wearing the most like sh- like the most low-rise jeans i've ever seen in my life and all i kept thinking about was like she's gonna sit in an airplane with those jeans on like yeah. one just wearing jeans on an airplane is just never good yeah and then imagine low 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 <laughs> unless you have a private plane just maybe but if you're going commercial with everybody else yeah this whole thing is it's interesting i'm 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 watching it all unfold but i just don't <laughs> yeah it is very interesting to say the least but we all know that kanye tiene un screw que no está bien metido bien yes so we all know that him he's a little out there he definitely yeah. should go. he he is one that needs help like therapy and that's what's sad is that like you know he's discussed it so many times and it's like he almost just refuses to get help and it's like yeah. you know you're a figure like maybe you should get help and talk about it because that could help others right but, but no mess yeah. and then last adele Adele was supposed to start her residency in Las Vegas last You this shit was wild. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't realize she canceled it like while people were like on the plane to go. Like I, I thought it was either. like because I was because remember you and I were talking about it. You know, me and Amy and were we like we wanted it. to go. Yeah, we wanted to go. We were trying with my other friend too. She yes. was, we were all trying to get takes. I was on the website, like, let me try, let me try. I heard front row seats were forty thousand dollars. Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> I feel like I could buy an Adele for that. <laughs> like, I could probably find somebody, like a wax figure or something. Right. Um, um, but yeah, I didn't realize that people were legit. Like, I saw like a TikTok of a couple. They were like in the taxi, like in Las Vegas. And they were like, they found out it had happened. Like, oh, I, that, it makes me like feel really bad for those people. But then yeah. also, I can't even imagine what, what Adele was feeling. Yeah. Like, so we posted about it when it was like her crying. We posted yes. a video of her crying, announcing that she got had to cancel her her show due to COVID because her her team, a lot of her members of her team had COVID. You know, she has spent thirty hours trying to come up with a solution to have her, you know, her show personally like go on, you know, and go stuff, on yeah. and But unfortunately, the, she couldn't give us the show that she wanted. So she didn't. She didn't feel comfortable, you know, performing. Yeah, I mean, if you're paying forty thousand dollars for a ticket, I need to see like doves, tigers, and bears. Like, <laughs> well, one thing everybody has been saying since I didn't know also that it was like literally the day before. I know, girl. People were saying that she should have canceled her. Like, she should have come to this and canceled it like a week before. Yes. Maybe even like a month before when she wound up knew that this was not really going to be able to happen. Like, I get it. You know, people promised, no, we're going to do this. We got this. We're going to get it by the time of schedule. Like, this is going to happen no matter what. And like, you have that hope. 
But after a minute, you're like, Esperate. No, girl. Like, at least two days before, you kind of know already. Like, yeah, this isn't going to get done. And, and like, you know, people, they were on the plane on the ways to Vegas. People brought book hotels, you know, spend money on a a plane ticket, you know, driving from wherever they were coming to come to Vegas. Also, like, if people have kids, they had to hire a nanny or, like, someone's teacher. It's, like, so many steps of people. Like, and this is money you can't get back. Right. So, like, girl. I'm like, yeah, people were pissed, and I understand. I would have been pissed, too. I would be like, so I spent my money. At this point, I would have went to Adele's hotel room and be like, I don't care if you perform in your room or in an open mic down the street. You're singing for me. Or in the lobby. In the freaking lobby. I'm I'm hearing that voice. I've never been to Vegas, but I'm sure those hotel lobbies are big enough. Exactly. Let's go, sis. (laughs) Well, apparently she spoke to like, I don't know how the fans got, one of the fans got to her, but she was able to talk to one of them and like apologize profusely. Yeah. And then she offered them like drink tokens or whatever but the, somebody was like they're underage they're, they're, they're oh damn i mean they were happy to like talk to adele and but, like they were like yo like our money and plus are they gonna be refunded for the tickets at least i'm assuming right i think some of them is either you got you could have the choice of being refunded i think was the options or like or just waiting for the new schedule yeah okay so i don't know but um, also a lot of people were kind of like you're Adele like all we need is a stage and you singing so it's like even though I was la- making fun of like I want to pay I want to see Lion Snyder and Bears in reality I just want to see Adele sing so it's yeah. like and all her music is not like she's gonna have background like you know people in the back ditty bopping and stuff it's like girl it's just you singing about like being sad ditty bopping at Adele's that's what I'm saying. There's only like, one song that is like oh we could actually dance rolling in the deep we all know it like that's the only song so what is she doing? <laughs> I was thinking she was gonna make like, cause even her show, the performance she had, um, the outdoor one was very beautiful, cause she had like images behind it. Yeah. She had the orchestra. I'm sure she was gonna make like it beautiful. Yeah. But in the day, like most people just want to see you. So even if like you know dancers weren't available or something, like that's fine, girl. Yeah. I mean, we were all gonna be in our feelings and drunk anyways, so we will be crying. That's we were gonna be crying our hearts out. Like this is like. Adele, where she, where she sings like heartbreaking songs and like like that's what I'm saying. I don't need like a, a backup dancer. I just need you and my tissues, right? And my migrant like a drink. And that's it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna go there and cry my eyes out at the end of the day. So. I was honestly just I wasn't even thinking about like a whole show. I was just thinking about seeing Adele. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it's sad to hear just because I, it seemed like she was obviously very upset. But then I also can't help but blame the people for being pissed because they were literally on their way. So literally um, landing on the plane, getting the notification. Imagine landing and looking. That's what I'm saying. Imagine landing, taking off your phone in airplane mode, and again getting all those texts. Probably your friend being like, "Oh, girl, you still going?" Because I heard a bell. Like I would have been tired. (laughs) All those messages, like I'm a duck cancel. I'm like, she didn't cancel for me. I'm going to her room. (laughs) What's her room, ma'am? Ma'am, I'm in a private. <laughs> but yeah. Well, hopefully, you know, she gives the fans what she really wants on her performance. I also really hope she does like an international tour. We need her in New York because yeah. we, I mean, we need we need to see her and not pay these thousands also, like, of dollars. Her, yeah, no, her price ticket was crazy. Yeah, because even though I didn't even get an ounce of trying to get into the tickets because they were yeah, the whole thing was stressing me out. Like when you were telling me there was like a queue, an outdoor queue, I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> 
it, it, it was it, very stressful. So and yeah, Ticketmaster has a thing that if it's in high demand, they keep raising up the prices, which is stupid. Oh, but I can't even imagine it for resale. It must be crazy. I know <sighs> about other people who are charging an eye, an arm, and a leg, and maybe oh, deliver yeah. Mr. Bad Bunny over here. Well, Mr. Bad Bunny dropped off radio esta semana, announcing his new world tour. As he's currently still on his current tour. Is he? <gasps> he's still really on his Wait, is he dropping like a new album? Yes, he is. Okay. Sir, in the video said, as I'm working on my album and on this tour, I'm going to be dropping my new Hira, his new tour, which starts in August all the way through December, I believe. That's crazy. He's like working so much. I feel like he's gonna like like he's gonna like burn out because this is like too much. It's a lot. But I mean he's in high demand. Like everybody like Bad Bunny could put a drop. No say una cosa tan tonta and people be like, Oh my god, bad bunny. Oh no, no, I get it, I get it. But it's just like damn the man needs some rest. Yeah, he does. But um yeah, he's currently on tour. He dropped the video saying that he's already announcing his next tour, which is I guess is for it's called Bad Bunny, the world's hottest tour. Um and it's original. <laughs> and always gonna feature I, I believe he's gonna drop his new album before that new tour starts. I mean um, at least we'll have new music by the summer. Yes, yes. You need some bops for the summer, right? It's yeah. the what else did he announce? It was cute because it was him and his girlfriend, Danny, you know. Danny, yeah, I saw Danny, her like, sitting at a table or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um and she's like, please don't don't leave me alone. And he's like, I gotta go, <laughs> I gotta go work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and then, so he's gonna be starting in the states and then ending in South America. He's also going to Dominican Republic and then finishing his tour in South America. Uh, he is gonna be coming to Yankee Stadium. Oh my God, a whole stadium! That's wild. Okay. How much you can? How so? How much are the tickets so we can know? So I don't know. So some of the sales dropped today in other parts for 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 New York and for Yankee Stadium. It comes out tomorrow. A la doce, twelve p.m. Okay. people. We all know that his current tour, the tickets were fucking crazy. Like, the prices were, like, ridiculous. Like, my friend and I were, like, we, we, we met up the other day. We were, like, so how much would you pay for it to, to see Bad Bunny if we could go see him at the Barclays in March? I'm trying to think, how much would I pay? I'm, like, when it comes to certain, I think, like, four hundred dollars That's it. Four hundred? Wow, you went higher than me because I was, like, 200 <laughs> Because I know how much, because in my head, I, you're going to say a thousand. So that's why I'm being like, oh, 400. But even that's like, I would probably, I'd be like, how close am I? <laughs> right. So, so <clears throat> basically, I mean, to try even get into as close as possible, the tickets are like ridiculous. They're like 800, 900. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why I was like, oh. And for me, I personally don't like crowds. Don't put me in a crowd. Bitch, it's COVID. It's COVID. <laughs> I'm just afraid with everything that's going on, they'll put me in the crowd. I hate the crowds. Don't I, I just feel yeah. Not that I feel claustrophobic because I'm not claustrophobic. I just feel like I'm more aware and like who's around me, what's happening kind of situation. Yeah, these days it's scary to be around a lot of people. Not not only COVID, but it's just unsafe yeah. right now. I will pay two hundred dollars in the nosebleed. Um the tengo espacio. All right, I will pay between a one fifty to two hundred, but then it is fácil, you know. And but that's like, I'm assuming that pr- that price is like mosh pit prices. That's why I'm like, I would put a little bit more so that I for comfort. Yes, I will put two hundred. I looked at tickets to Barclays; they over three hundred. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. Maybe sometime, maybe closer. You know, the prices start going down because they need to sell these yeah. tickets. But I'm a, for two hundred. I will buy some. If anything, I would go to Yankee Stadium though, because it's like out, it's more outdoors. So I would feel somewhat more yeah. safe. 
So this is the Yankee Stadium option. People, so some tickets already went live, and people already, in, uh, uh, you know, put up the VIP. VIP was like a good a couple of thousands. No, that's like Adele prices once again. Four thousand. What? And then you know the person. Uh, Ticketmaster, like I said, he they raise up the prices at how how much is on demand. Like they're right now, like at seven hundred outside of no. like the pay, like eight hundred, nine hundred. I'm like, what? That's so crazy. I can't believe tickets are that expensive. I feel like pe- I'm sure we, like twenty years ago, people would be like, oh, I saw my favorite artist for twenty five dollars, right. like, and now they're it's like, eight hundred dollars. Like that's crazy. No, I'm um, good. Yeah, I'm gonna try tomorrow still. It voy a tratar a ver. What I can and send me a text if they're like reasonable <laughs> because he's, he's also touring with Alesso and Diplo in some places. Oh, yeah, so baby. I think Diplo is gonna be at the Yankee Stadium. Oh my god, I love Diplo so much. I know he's a little pro- problematic, but like Diplo is one of my favorite artists. Uh, he's gonna be performing his special guest for the one at Yankee Stadium. Is Diplo. oh my god, see, now you got me now. I'm not, not <laughs> like well. a bit, I think. <laughs> because I love house music and I love Diplo, so and I'm like. <gasps> Yeah, I actually was supposed to see Diplo right before COVID. Me and yeah. Alex had like we were supposed to see him in Brooklyn Mirage, and then COVID happened that March, and we were literally we were so excited because we were like, we'll stay in Brooklyn, we'll get a hotel. Yeah. I was so excited, and then COVID happened. We were like, yeah. Oh, so I would love to see Diplo. Yeah, I like Diplo too. I like some of his his house. I'm not a big house music person, but I do yeah. like some of his beats. But like his music, like his isn't hard house, you know. It's more like yeah. poppy shit that you like can get down to. Yeah. So no, oh my god, now I'm like now I feel different because <laughs> I would go. Now she's like, hmm. But I'll let you guys know, you know how it goes and the cues and people. Like some people really like threw down money for the for yeah. The like people were already broke from seeing him for his current tour. That people are going even more broke. <laughs> the only thing that also scares me is like putting down that much money and then it getting canceled. And like, yeah, you could get your money back, but still, yeah. like, that's a lot of money to just put down to get like a text being like, hey, never mind. <laughs> there was one girl who was like putting down cards because one got declined and she had to put a whole other one. So she had to put the other. Like that into it. That's irresponsible. I'm like, ma'am. <laughs> I'm not encouraging that behavior. <laughs> Better, yeah. So let's see. You know, Bad Bunny's a hot demand. You know, we all like yes. El Conejo Malo. Pero vamos a ver cómo va. But yeah. But yeah, that's um, it, right? That's it for this week. You guys already know how to, you know, where to hit us up. That good cheese man on Instagram. That good cheese man at Gmail. Um, DM us. You know, we, we try to stay on top of the pop culture, but there's times where people send us stuff, you know. That we don't know, so feel free to tell yeah. us if you know we ahead of us. Um, I know there's also like TikTok drama that I'm like, should we talk about? Because there's like wild shit that also I see on TikTok all the time. <laughs> I love TikTok. Right now, I've been into like the whole ASMR that people do on, t- on TikTok. Oh my god, I can and watch people like- eat all day on TikTok. That's one of my favorite things is watching people eat like burgers and really? shit. Like, wait, oh no, I, I, can, I can't. Eat, no, I'm sorry, that's not, I, I I cannot see people eat. There was one. I love my- watching people eat. <laughs> My friend would send me the TikTok of this guy that would eat like mad because he would do like intermittent fasting and then he would only take this short amount of time mm-hmm. to eat a whole bunch of food. And I just couldn't. I'm like, I'm like, stop sending me this. Like, That's no. different. Like, I just like seeing people like when they taste test, they're like, oh, I'm going to taste test the new burger from Shake Shack. And like, I see them eating it. I don't know. There's something about it that like I like. Um, I don't know. I, I watch a ton of those. But then there's like, um, I also watch a lot of baking and cooking. 
of course but no there's always like random like i always see things going like ri- viral that are like drama like the whole remember the thing i send you the west elm caleb the guy oh, that was yes, like what's up? west elm caleb out here shout out to him i know i know for a fact if i was single i would have gone on a date with that man because and you know that that was something that i definitely would have done yeah no not me he's not my type i would have looked at him and be like next he's just another like brooklyn you know bushwick guy from um yeah that whole drama like literally i was quaking um actually west elm named a couch after him it was called like the caleb something i was like wow they're using this the best they can they really are but the girls the girls came out and they they put him on blast and you know helped other girls out (laughs) i'm happy to see the women coming together you know they they said that the hombre no vale mierda (laughs) Uh, but yeah so if we if we find any other tiktok drama yeah, we'll obviously talk about we'll definitely it talk about it but yeah i like the i like watching like the baking the cooking is mostly what i like mm-hmm. you know the restaurant recommendations yes love those too um i'm really enjoying the asmrs that people mm-hmm. do like late at night live i put my earphones on when i can't sleep and i listen like it's just the sounds i even like putting on youtube when i'm reading i'll put the um, the one like with the snows and the raining, yes, and the yeah, that's really fire. So I've been enjoying those a lot. But uh, yeah, now TikTok, TikTok, siempre hay un drama. Yes. Alrighty. Well, may you all have a wonderful week. Stay safe, stay warm, especially over here. Who's gonna be experiencing that snowstorm coming up? Yes. The northeastern. Um, and until then, we we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.